take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice. Check one. My mic sound nice. Check two. My mic sound nice. Check three. Are you ready to rock y'all? Hey, 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 family. Welcome to another episode of Nikki Thoughts Podcast. I'm your girl, Nicole, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in to another episode with me. If you are a new listener, I'd like to give you a special welcome, and I'd like to invite you to check out my previous episodes and suggest that you rate, review, and tell a friend just how dope you think this podcast is, right? So... Um, we have a lot to catch up on. I am back from Jamaica. I had an amazing time. Uh, Patrick had an amazing time. It was just like really, really, really just awesome. Really serene, beautiful, perfect weather, perfect everything. I, I just was, I, I, I outdid myself planning this birthday trip for him. Um, and I, I really got to sit back and really see Black Boy Joy. Like, I mean, of course, we've heard of it. We've seen the hashtag. And I see it a lot, you know, with my son. My son, Kingston, is, he'll be 12 in June. And I see it with his friends. But, like, as far as, like, the the grown brothers, I usually see Black Boy Joy, like, on Instagram, you know, or, like, something that's gone viral, something that's gone viral on Facebook. Like, but to see it face-to-face was, like, really cool like just to see Patrick like open up and like turn into like this this kid that was just amused and just fascinated by everything was just amazing to me um and it made everything so 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 worth it so um I'm not sure if you all had saw the video that I had posted um on on my Instagram which is Nikki's Thoughts and that's N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S just like the name of this podcast, excuse me, but I had, um, for his birthday, you know, he wasn't celebrated, like, they really didn't do anything for him, and, like, I had been asking him, or what do you want to do, you know, you're turning 30 this year, this is a big 3-0, it's a big celebration, and he's just like, no, you know, and then when the birthday came, and, like, nothing happened, I really just saw it in his face, so I told him, hey, look, take this amount of time off. I'll figure out something. He wanted to go to Philly and I was like, absolutely not. We're not doing that. No, we're not doing that. And I was like, maybe we can do Miami or something. And so I went ahead and I booked us um, a trip to Montego Bay, but we didn't stay in Montego. We stayed there, but you know, I took him to Negril. I took him to Kingston. I took him to Ochi. Of course we did Mobay. Um, I just took him all over the place, you know, um, and got to show him the real Jamaica, the Jamaica that tourists don't see, the Jamaica that only locals see, excuse me. Um, He met my dad. Um, They hit it off very well. Um, And I took him to a Rasta compound where um, he saw Rastafari life and um, they grow their own food. They have their own animals. Um, everything is respecting the earth. Everything is from the earth, and it finished off with a five a five course meal that they prepared for us in our faith. Um, which uh, the food was fresh. I mean, it, it surprised me. And you know, I, I I'm always in Jamaica, and I was like, oh damn, this is y'all a one up here. They better be a one unless it's your pause, but y'all a one up here. So all of that, and you know, Patrick is a scientist, so. 
um, talking to the farmer and talking to him about, you know, fruits and vegetables that are good for the lymphatic system or that are good for asthma or that are good for this. Just like seeing him in his element, you know, by nature was just great. Seeing him light up, you know, when I told him, we're going to go to do this, we're going to do that. Or sometimes I wouldn't just tell him. I just like, you know, I need you to wear someone's dress for dress comfortably or dress, you know, bring something that you don't mind getting wet, you know, and I just show up. You know, we, we swam in the Luminous Lagoon, which um, lights up at night. It's just, just a lot of stuff. So I say this to say, because I can go on and on and on. He even did a live about it. That's how excited he was when he came back. He did a live about it. But um, I say this to say to my sisters out here, we got to love up on and spoil our brothers too. And I'm not saying we do this for everybody. We don't do this shit for everybody. This ain't, this ain't everybody tech. But you have a man in your life who um, is good to you and is good for you. Honor him um, and, and wine and dine him a little bit. We always talk about how we want to be wine and dine. We always talk about how we want to be surprised and how, how we want to be pampered and how we want this and how we want that. Our men do as well. They may not know how to vocalize it. They may not know how to tell you, especially in this society where they feel like they got to be macho and this and that, but they want this shit too. So sisters, you know, plan a little something for your man. I'm not saying plan a trip to Jamaica or wherever, but you know, um, you take him out or you plan a weekend with him, even if y'all go into the city, you know, or even if y'all go to the next city over, I don't know, but plan something with your man, do something with your man. Well, all he got to do is show the fuck up. And I'm telling you, he going to love it and he going to love up on you even fucking more. And y'all are going to grow so much closer because I did not realize just like, I, like, it was like when he and I went, like he got to see another side of me. He got to see Island Nikki, you know, purse, drive crazy. You know, everybody knows me. It's not like, you know, here where I'm a hermit and I'm an, Insta an Instagram, excuse me, I'm an introvert and I don't like to be around a, a huge, huge folks. It's like there, it's just, everything is just iry. Everything is no problem. Everything is just, it's just beautiful. So like he got to see another side of me. I got to see the softer side of him as far as, you know, him being just so giddy and him having so much joy. So like it, it really is a great thing for both parties. So um, I, I definitely would be remiss if I did not suggest to you ladies out there to do something nice for your man. Do something nice for, you know, your man, your best friend, your, your, your whoever, you know, let's honor our men by giving them a little pampering, you know, set them up for a little massage or something like that. Let's definitely do it. So um, this is my first episode that I am recording where I do not have headphones. I forgot my headphones at home. I am actually in D.C. this weekend. I live in Virginia, but I work in D.C. So I decided to spend the weekend in D.C. because when I came back from Jamaica and I went to work, like work was just like chaotic, like I'm catching up on emails, I'm catching up on this, and I'm catching up on that. People are in crises, you know, it's just fast-paced, fast like, all the way. And I just was like, yo, um, I need to take another step back. And my last episode that I did with you all, I talked about burnout. And I talked about, you know, I self-disclosed how I'm going through burnout. 
and how I'm recovering from it. And so I said, you know what? I said to myself, um, yeah, I need some time. You know, I need to be April Nicole. I don't want to be Kingston's mom. I don't want to be Kingston's mommy. Not like in a bad way. Like I'm, I don't want to have kids anymore. But I mean, and my moms know what I'm talking about with this. Um, I don't want to be a Nicole. I don't want to be Nikki's thoughts. I just want to be April Nicole, who the fuck I wake up as every morning. You know, just a just a a, a woman with some dreams that need to take a fucking break. You know. So, um, I, first I had to talk to my mom about it. And I was like, you know, mommy, can you come down to my house? Mom lives in DC. Mommy, you come down to my house and watch Kingston. And she was like, didn't you just fucking come from uh, Jamaica? And then you was in the Dominican Republic before that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. But what people need to realize with burnout and what people need to realize when you're doing self-care is self-care and, and, and recovering from burnout is not a one and done. It's not a, okay, I took this weekend off and I'm good for the rest of the year. No. And it's just like if you have an ailment or you have some shit going on with you and your doctor prescribes you like some pain pills or your doctor prescribes you with some antibiotics. I don't know. You have to continue to take the medicine until it's done for you to be cured or for you to be better. You know, so yes, I went to DR in February. Yes, I went to Jamaica and um April, um, but I need another weekend off. I had a long week, and I what I always have to stress to my mom and to Kingston, and I think I've talked about it um, on this podcast before, is I work seven days a fucking week. I have my nine to five um, that I work, and then um, outside of those hours, um, I am on call. I am a supervisor, so um, I am over two, four four departments, if you will. You know, and then I'm on call. I'm on call right now. It's a Sunday night. I'm recording this podcast on the right side of my desk. I have my phone up just in case um, one of my social workers calls me with the with the prices or something. Um, and to the left of me, I have my surface book up just in case an email comes in, a hot email comes in. So, yes, I work seven days a week. And on top of that, um, I have Black Sauce, which is my online retail store. I'm always creating products. Um, I'm always sending products out. You know, I love my customers. Shout out to all my Black Sauce brand customers, especially my day one. You guys keep me busy. I have that, you know, product fulfillment to do. I'm coming out with a new product line because we got summer coming up. Um, I have I Just Want My People to Heal, which is my nonprofit. Uh, let me talk about that a little bit since I mentioned it. Um, I Just Want People to Heal is a nonprofit organization that I came up with where um, I work to, to reduce the stigma of mental health in our communities, in the Black community. Um, we have a lot of stigma. Um, to go to a therapist means that there's something wrong with you. To go to a therapist means that you're crazy. Um, for your children to go to a therapist means that you're not a good parent, you know? Um, and, and I can go on and on. Why is that? That is so not the fucking case. And it really hurts me that I watch my people suffer in silence when they don't have to. So I just want people to heal is a way that, you know, like I, I talk to y'all every week on my podcast. This is mental health. This is therapy, but y'all don't know it because I'm talking to y'all in our language. And so I created a... Um, organization where I can do the same. Not only do we work to reduce the stigma, but we also elevate the awareness of mental health in our community. 
You know, if you follow um, my page on Instagram at I just want people to heal, we talk about statistics, statistics, excuse me. We talk about um, mental health disorders. We talk about self-care practices. We normalize, you know, you seeking understanding of, of you and what you're going through and that you're not alone. Today and last night, Patrick and I, we did a live on my page where we asked, why are we so, why are we so hesitant to seek mental health services or to seek self-care? And we had a very, I was so proud of all of you all who um, participated um, because I learned some shit, you know, that I'm going to take and I'm going to use in, in, in my practices. But, you know, um, why are we just so um, quick to not to not help ourselves? You know, so um, I was told that um, a lot of people don't seek out therapists because um, they don't want to tell a stranger their problems or nine times out of 10 that therapists don't look like them, you know, or um, seeking a therapist means that there's something wrong with you. Seeking a therapist means that you're crazy. Like, I, I, they threw so much stuff. And I'm like, really? You know, of course, I knew about the stigma. But to hear people actually, like, put it into their own words as to why, I was like, wow. So we have work to do. We really have a lot of work to do. Because um, mental health in my community with my folks is, is, is it's the utmost importance to me. So um, if you are in the New York City area next month, Saturday, May 18th, I will be in Brooklyn doing the Black Effect. It is a special Mars versus Venus networking event that I'm doing. Um, I'm going to have uh, sister panelists and brother panelists. We're going to do workshops. We're going to have unlimited wines as we grow on a sexy, right? We're going to have food, vendors. Um, we're going to have um, open mic artists, spoken word artists, excuse me. We're going to have art, Black art everything that speaks our language. I've told my poets, I want y'all to do pieces that speaks to what a black woman goes through in this society, what a black man may go through in this society, what black relationships may look like. This, that, and the third, I want it to be our, our language. This shit is for us. So, you can get your tickets online, www.ijustwantpeopletoheal.org. Um, again, the page you want to follow is I Just Want People to Heal. I do have a buddy pass. You know, I think you save, what is it, save $50 if you bring a buddy, 50 or 60 if you bring a buddy, I believe. So, um, so yeah. But again, I, I have I Just Want People to Heal. I have Black Sauce. I have my sisterhood page, which is a tripultist. And um, I do I do posts on there all day about sisterhood, about, you know, the things that we go through, self-help, all of that, um, because I realized that to really reach people, you have to speak their language. To really reach my sisters, I have to speak my sister's language. To reach my people, I have to speak my people's language. And people always ask me, you know, how do you get so much following or how do you get I'm myself and I kid you not I don't buy my followers I swear to you all or my baby I don't buy followers I don't do any of that shit authenticity to the fucking hill and I've learned that when you speak people's language and when you're true to yourself you know your blessings come and you're able to bless other people so yes I have a tribe called says um you know we have the black South enrichment center 
and that is a center where we do tutoring for children ages four um, through post-grad. So if you have a child who is who is suffering um, or slipping with math, science, any any subjects, send them over to us so that we can get our babies up because financial literacy, excuse me, not financial literacy, but literacy period is of utmost importance. Our babies sometimes lag behind in literacy, you know, not because they don't have what it takes, but they may lack the tools to get there. So um, if you have children or if you yourself, you want to get into um, higher learning, maybe you need SAT prep, college prep, um, LSAT prep, whatever, um, hit us up. Black Sauce Enrichment Center is our name on Instagram. You can send us an email, Center at gmail.com, um, and we can get that popping. Uh, Kingston has his own business, Kingston's Kitchen. Um, I'm working on my dissertation. Um, and also, Kingston had just started being homeschooled. I'm homeschooling Kingston, so I got a lot of stuff going on, and when you work a lot, you got to rest a lot, too. That's what I'm learning is to do the balance. So um, the first night that I had the hotel, I went to the Botanica and I got me some spiritual bath shit. I brought some of my Black Star spiritual bath stuff and I went and got some of their stuff, mixed that shit together. And I had a wonderful time in here Friday night. Listen to a Virgo reading on YouTube, um, lit some candles and just like rocked out Had my crystals and just rocked out. Self-care isn't always like massages or um, anything like astronomical, sometimes it's as simple as taking a bath, you know, with some pretty little flowers in it and some pretty little herbs and this and that in it, you know, um, and oils and stuff. But I felt refreshed when I got out. So um, I had to explain that to my mom. And I'm just like, ain't I taking you to Mexico in June for your fucking birthday? Ain't I taking you to Ghana in September? And you over here talking about this bullshit ass weekend that I'm asking you to watch? Girl! Girl, if you don't curry your ass down here and watch this child of mine, which she did. And I was so thankful. And even in that, this weekend, Kingston wanted to go to the Broccoli City Music Festival. So I had to leave the hotel, go get him and spend the day with him um, at the Broccoli City Music Festival, which was great, by the way. And then drop his ass off. So that's why I've added an extra day because I'm going to make up for my goddamn Saturday. Okay. So um, anyway, um, I don't want to talk too much about that. Just some house uh, cleaning things. If you want to follow me, um, again, for my new um, followers, you can catch me at Nikki Stotts. And that's at Nikki Stotts, N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. So this week, I want to talk about ways that instantly boost your self-esteem. I wanted to talk this week about... Um, how to put yourself first and say no. But I thought, and I'm like, well, no, how about we talk about self-esteem first? Because how can you enforce self-care and 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 advocate for self if your self-esteem is kind of low? If you if you don't even look at self in a high regard. So no, let's break this down a little bit more and let's start off with talking about self-esteem. And a lot of people think that when you have low self-esteem, you have to look a certain way. Or you have to live a certain way. Or you have to be exposed to certain things. It is millionaires with low self-esteem. It's people who we regard as beautiful who have low self-esteem. Anybody can fall victim to low self-esteem. You know, we're we're humans. We're people. So um, I don't want you to think that people with low self-esteem are in this box over there where they ain't shed and they're, they're unattractive and they're this and they're that. Everybody 
suffers from it. And when your self-esteem ain't at its best, that's when motherfuckers can come in and take advantage of you. You know, it's kind of like your immune system. I like to call self-esteem our immune system. When our immune system is low, that's when all types of illnesses can come in and attack our bodies and ravish our bodies. You know, so we got to keep we got to keep our self-esteem up. We got to keep it elevated so that these holes don't fucking try. Okay. So without further ado, let's get into today's topic, shall we? Okay, family. So to boost your self-esteem, it can seem like a very monumental task, especially when you're experiencing self-defeating thoughts and feelings. However, when you step back, you can see that low self-esteem is really just a continuous cycle. And breaking any part of that cycle can stop the whole thing in its tracks. Okay? It can bag it back. Um, low self-esteem typically looks something like this. So, first you start to feel bad about yourself because mm, you made a mistake or some raggedy ass person pointed out something that they didn't like about you. Then you start to obsessively stress about that mistake or flaw, and eventually you tell yourself that you're not good enough, and then you start to believe it. And once you believe it, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, and the cycle repeats. Does any of this sound familiar to you? Hmm? I know when I was younger, this used to be me. I overanalyzed. I am my worst fucking critic. You know, um, I'm a Virgo. You know, people always talk about how perfect we are. People always talk about how we always got our shit together and how we'll always help you get your shit together. But no, nobody knows. Nobody knows the trouble we fucking see. Um, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine um, earlier last week and uh, she was talking to me about, you know, my intellect. And she was like, you're so smart. And, you know, because I was telling her that I had let my Sky membership uh, uh, go through I, me being on these trips. I forgot to pay my dues. And Sky is a um, organization, fraternity, whatever, if you will, for individuals who basically we kick ass in the psychology world. I think you have to have like a 3.8 or higher or some shit like that, I want to say. I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah, so it's like a society for your smart psych nerds. So I was like, yo, like I let my shit last this year. Oh my God, I gotta, I gotta pay my shit. So I still, I still gotta figure it out. I sent, it, I sent an email, excuse me. So I'm waiting on a response. Like, can I just PayPal you this shit? You know, we just let bygones be bygones. Cause I need, I need my damn membership. Don't play with me. Um, cause it has its, its, its benefits. It has its perks. And I told her, um, I was like, my mom's never gone over homework with me in my life. And she was like, wait, what? And I was like, no, no, no. My mom, my mom has never gone over homework with me. I, she never had to, you know, because I was going to make sure the shit was perfect. My mother had never had to go over anything with me, you know, because I always, I was my worst critic. I always made sure that I was perfect in any type of way, not because I felt like my mother would love me if I was perfect, wasn't anything like that, was I didn't feel my best until, you know, shit was perfect. And like, if somebody came and said some shit about that, or somebody came and said they didn't like the way I did this or I did that, that shit would fuck with me. Now I don't give a fuck. You ain't got to like it. I like it. And that's how I raised my son. 
I don't want him to have to get to the point where I do. Like, it really doesn't matter if nobody likes it. I like it. But yeah, um, so this definitely sounded familiar to me. So um, I'm going to give you 10 ways that you can instantly improve your self-esteem. And these ways or techniques, they work because they break some part of the negative feedback loop of the low self-esteem cycle. So the more you practice these techniques, the better they work. So practice them often for even better results. So, numero one, numero uno, do something kind for someone. This might sound like, what? I'm talking about me. So how does doing something else for somebody else want to help me? We're talking about me. Hold up there, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I'm about to fucking tell you. So. When you're in a low self-esteem cycle, it can be difficult to see outside of yourself. A lot of times, because y'all doing this fucking pity party bullshit and po' me, um, you become so focused on what your limitations are that you can't see the pain others might be experiencing. However, when you actively seek out doing something kind for someone else or something good for your environment, your focus shifts. Not only will your obsessive negative thoughts about yourself stop, you'll also begin to think positive things about yourself. Like, look at what I just helped someone with. Look at what I just helped someone accomplish because in essence, you're showing yourself that you are needed. You're showing yourself that you are indispensable. You are showing yourself that you are one of a kind and you fucking kick ass. And nine times out of 10, if you do something nice for someone else, They'll shower you with fucking praise. That's going to up the ante a little bit more. Now, I ain't saying go out here and do some astronomical bullshit for people. Mm -mm. I ain't saying go out here and buy somebody a car, co-sign on a motherfucking loan, and all this other bullshit. No. But, you know, um, something as simple as, like, my neighborhood when it snows. Kingston's outside shoveling um, the snow off my driveway. <laughs> you know, the, the HOA be getting on your fucking ass if that shit ain't fucking shoveled off. It, they, it's like they be running running around the fucking neighborhood like Beyonce in that formation video when she had her head out that fucking window with them braids. That, that, that Cadillac or that Eldorado, whatever the fuck she was riding in. HOA come around, bend that fucking corner like, now what happened at the New Island? That's the fuck how they be in my neighborhood, but I digress. So he's shoveling off my, um, my, my driveway. I know that my neighbor is a single mom and she has a, a small child. Kingston shovel off hers too. That's one less thing that she has to do. That makes me feel good. That also makes Kingston feel good because he feels like a big boy. He feels like a man. He feels like all of these things. And then she in kind comes out. Oh my God. Thank you so much. You guys are so good neighbors. What would I do without you and all of this other stuff? crazy shit and blah 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 blah. she might even give kingston some coins or whatever then so everybody feels good after that i feel good she feel good the little girl feel good kingston feel good we all motherfuckers feel good we all scream for fucking ice cream so it works out so i want you to remember this positive actions attract positive thoughts think about the last time you've done something positive and then think about what your thought pattern was afterwards hello so, um, number two, take care of y'all appearance. This is a big one. Your outward appearance is often a reflection of how you feel on the inside. Have you ever noticed that when you're sick, people say, you don't look so good? Or mean ass motherfuckers, girl, you look like death. Or boy, you look like you one foot out the coffin. 
And this is because our bodies are connected to our spirit and mind and they all reflect each other. When you have low self-esteem, it often shows through how you take care of yourself. I can't say this enough. Even when I see my clients come in the door every day, I can look at how they are presenting themselves to know something's going on with them. They ain't got to say a word. They ain't got to say a word. I can look at how they look. I can look at how their children look to be like, oh, yeah, she in a bad way. Or he in a bad way. Or they in a fucking bad way. You know, appearance says everything. Appearance speak speak about you or speak for you before you can. Okay? Um, where was I? When you have low self-esteem, it often shows how you take care of yourself. Small things like picking out something flattering to wear, taking time to style your hair differently, or accessorizing an, off, an outfit, excuse me, can seem vain and superficial. Fuck all that shit. Because they actually make you immediately feel better about yourself. Okay? So don't get caught up in the ego trap of if I decide to cut my hair or if I decide to buy myself a new blouse or buy myself some new shoes or maybe a nice watch or I don't fucking know, um, go get a facial, go get a massage or something, you know, for my, my, my beauty or, you know, my aesthetic, then, oh, that's just going to mean I'm vain. Bullshit. That's self-care. That's the cute self-care that people like to talk about a lot, appearance and, and caring for self, but that is fucking self-care. And when you're looking all raggedy and haggard, you know, people treat you different. And that forces you deeper into low self-esteem, you know? So let's get that our appearance together. And remember that the lesson here is not about vanity. It's not about you thinking you all that. It's not about you feeling like, you know, you're lofty amongst other people. It's about treating yourself kindly. Remember that next time you want to do something for self. Don't tell yourself, oh, I'm spending money on myself that I don't need to, or I'm I'm treating myself to blah, 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 when I can be blue, 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 blue. No, you're treating yourself kindly. That's what you're doing. And spirit is going to appreciate that. Esteem of self is going to appreciate that. You're going to appreciate that. Okay? So get out of that. Stop letting people emotionally blackmail y'all on that shit. Okay? Okay. So now we're at number three. Numero tres. Oh, I forgot to say numero dos for number two. Okay. Number three. Change your scenery. A great and fun way to break a low self-esteem cycle is to do something completely out of the ordinary. It can be as simple as traveling a different route to work in the morning, taking a short weekend vacation to a place you've never visited, kind of like what I'm doing. I mean, I visit D.C. all the time, but it's a short weekend vacation away from Virginia. Um, or working from a cafe you've always wanted to check out. Doing something you've never done before or being somewhere you've never been to can quickly refresh your mind and break negative thought patterns. We have a tendency to get stuck in a small bubble, neglecting to see what the universe, to see, excuse me, that the universe is vast and our problems are usually a lot smaller than we make them out to be. Changing your scenery can give you a fresh perspective and motivate you to make positive changes rather than to dwell in the negative. Give it a shot. So I've said this before on this podcast. Familiarity is comfort. 
And what a lot of people don't realize in that statement is that you can be familiar to this whole fucking chaotic existence. You can be familiar to chaos, to the shit that don't nobody want to be around. But because you're familiar with it and you know it like the back of your hand, it's comfortable to you. It wouldn't be comfortable to anybody else, but it's comfortable to you. So the same thing goes with things that fuck up your self-esteem and fuck with your self-esteem. You are comfortable being in those spaces, in that bubble, as crazy as it sounds. It doesn't mean that you're a glutton for punishment. It doesn't mean that a lot of this shit is intentionally self-inflicted. It just means that you are stuck in the rut of your circumstance and your environment. I'm not saying that you need to break your lease or sell your house and move. I'm saying that you need a break from the monotony of what the fuck you're going so like I said earlier what I'm doing take a break step your ass from outside of that comfort zone you know go into the city or leave the city if you live in the city like if I lived in DC I'd be getting the fuck out of DC this weekend I'd probably be going to Virginia for the weekend you know just yourself don't you take your fucking kids with you it defeats the purpose Don't you take your husband with you or your wife with you. It defeats the purpose. Go and spend some time with yourself. That don't defeat the purpose. That feeds the purpose. Hello, difference. Okay? Don't, because I'll tell people they need to change the scenery. And I'll tell people to go to X, Y, and Z to unplug and recharge. And they'll take the same raggedy ass motherfuckers with them that they trying to get the fuck away from. And I'll be like, feeling like I yawned the bonsai. Y'all know she my birthday twin. How does that work, beloved? Look at your life. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. So change your scenery. Okay? Next, write down your accomplishments. Think back to all of the accomplishments you've had. Get out a pen and paper and start writing them down. It seems simple, but as your list grows, you'll start to see that not only have you accomplished some impressive things, hello, you are capable of even more. You might begin to see patterns of times when you felt really good about yourself and accomplished a lot of great things. This exercise can help you Keep you in tune to the parts of yourself that know you're adequate, capable, and extraordinary. This is an exercise that I actually use. This is an exercise that I actually use on myself sometimes because you see the meme that goes around um, about not giving ourselves enough credit for the shit that we've accomplished because we don't really think about them. We we accomplish a task and we on to the next. This is especially true for my entrepreneurs or my people who work in a fast-paced environment. We so busy being on to the next, on to the next, on to the next, that we're not thinking about the shit and the feats that we have accomplished. Write that shit down. See what the fuck you look like on paper. Okay? And I'm telling you, when you see what the fuck you look like on paper, can't nobody fuck with you. When you see what that resume, aka resume, looks like, you know, on paper, and I'm not talking about some shit that you would put on a fucking resume, like business shit. I'm talking about, hey, overcoming substance abuse addiction. Um, I have overcame 
uh, alcoholism. I have overcame an eating disorder. I have, I have, I am a survivor of domestic violence. I am a survivor of sexual assault. I am a survivor of this. Put that shit down on paper and that shit I'm telling you will empower the fuck out of you. And you'd be like, oh, you know, I forgot about who the fuck I was. And if you want to take it an extra step further, break that shit down on an affirmation board. Put everything that you have accomplished on an affirmation board and put it somewhere in your house that you always want to see it. That's really going to up the ante on empowering you. Okay? That's two techniques in one. Try them out. Cinco. Teach someone something. There are different things you know that other people don't. Maybe you're a great writer or you're really proficient in math. Perhaps you know how to organize a messy closet or you know how to change a tire on a car. Simple knowledge that you may take for granted could be something that someone else is seeking to learn. By teaching someone a skill or imparting some of your know-how, you not only share knowledge with them, you prove to yourself how amazing and unique of a person you are. One that can share valuable, insurmountable gifts to the world. Again, you can learn something from everybody. Somebody can learn something from you. I don't care if you are a high school dropout, middle school dropout, elementary school dropout. Everybody walking this earth has something that they can teach the next person. Everybody. Something that can be considered life-changing. Something that can be considered insurmountable. Something that can be considered, excuse me, priceless. You got that shit in you. And I'm telling you, most likely it's some shit you take advantage, you, you take for granted every day. And if we really want to be fucking honest, it's probably some shit that can make you some good money if you learn how to monetize. Hello? Hello? Call all you there. Think about that as we go into number six. Reflect on your surroundings. Sometimes when we have low self-esteem, we think of all the problems we have are somehow our fault. When you're in that state of mind, you end up taking the blame for everything. You take the blame for, uh, ah, shit, I don't fucking know. You take the blame for the accident that happened outside, uh, cause you walked outside on your lunch break to get you a little Coca-Cola and you, oh, I know I attract bad things. If I would have never, uh, uh, walked outside to walk to the corner store at lunch to get my Coca-Cola, they would have never got into that fender bender at the light. It's because I was around them. Shit to do with you, but that may sound crazy to you. I know people who think like that. I know people who talk like that. And I just be looking at them like how Project Pat was looking at Lil Shat on the chicken head video when she was telling all his business, like, bitch, what? What? No, you didn't. So if you find yourself in this position, observe your surroundings and see what outside stressors may be influencing you. Is your job really stressful? Do you live in an unsupported home environment? Do you live in a community that doesn't meet your needs? Take some time to figure out what's adding stress to your life. Be conscious of it and start making a plan to change it. Don't just accept fucking defeat. I don't like that shit. Y'all know, y'all know Nikki don't like that shit. I was about to say little Nikki. That's what my family calls me. But you know I don't like that shit. God damn it. So change it. Reflect and change. Seven, simplify your life. Just as our outward appearance is often a reflection of our internal world, our homes are usually a reflection as well. And just as we hold on to negative emotions, beliefs, and thoughts that don't serve us, 
we often hold on to material possessions that don't serve us either. They actually weigh us the fuck down. Take a weekend to go through your things and see if you can find some items that might be weighing you down. Do you have clothes that you haven't worn in years? I hate to tell you this, boo, but you ain't ever going to be the size you was in high school. This is not going to happen. Okay? Stop buying shit in a size motherfucking tune. Stop. You're wasting your fucking money and you're robbing yourself of money that you can be investing that shit in other shit that can be motherfucking for your highest good. Okay? Um, My rule of thumb, if I haven't worn it in the year that I am in, it goes out. So if I pull out, well, it's kind of hard to say that because we're in, um, well, no, because it's it's warm now. So I've had enough time to wear warm shit, especially me going to DR in Jamaica. So yeah, I can say that. But I know for other people, it may not be the same because, you know, you have some people have to wait for it to actually get warm, especially if you are unable to do vacation. So I'll say if you have not worn it within 365 days, within a year toss it. You're not going to wear it, baby girl. Uh, studies have been shown that you're not going to fucking wear it if you have not worn it within the year. Toss it. They have consignment shops. This is what I do. I get all of me and Kingston shit together. I take it to a consignment shop. They pick whatever they want to buy from me, whatever they don't want to buy from me. It then goes on to Goodwill and I get my um, tax deductible slip from them. So I have two choices. I either get money for it or I get money back for it when I do my taxes. Don't just trash your shit. Please don't just trash your shit. Y'all, we got to start thinking money. Take your shit to a consignment store. Whatever they don't want, then you take it on to Goodwill. I know a lot of people who, um, I follow this one lady, this one young lady, beautiful girl. Um, I forget her name. I think it starts with a K. But um, she'll wear her shit and she be popping in it. And then when it's time for her to go shopping, she'll sell her shit. And she uses the pictures that she posted when she first bought the shit and was going out wearing the stuff. Those are her pictures. Those are her modeling pictures. Oh, remember when I rocked so-and-so back in back in uh, October? Well, here's the video. She does her little her little catwalk stuff in her room or wherever. I'm, I'm telling you. And she's a beautiful girl. Um, damn, it starts with a K. Fuck. Um, 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 and she sells it like that, you know, and that's, and that's her, that is a nice, uh, hookup for her. You know, I know people who sell their shit on eBay or Amazon. So monetize that shit. I'm always looking for ways to monetize stuff. Always, 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 always. So yes. Next. Do you have items that once held sentimental value, but do not hold the same meaning like shit that y'all holding over from something that a boyfriend or a girlfriend gave y'all, y'all holding on to, but it ain't no fucking value, ain't no sentimental value um, or energy on that shit? Give it away, please. What the fuck you holding on to it for? Give it away. Do you have things that you've bought that you thought you'd use, but you never use? Mm-hmm, like that, them crazy ass um, aerobics uh, shit y'all be buying and prophylactics y'all be fucking buying? Let that shit go. Uh, and, and I, I was, I was being, uh, I was being, um, facetious when I just said it, but I'm going to be talking about how to use this shit out of context. Um, let's see. Where was I yet? Um, do you, do you, yeah, do you have clothes? Um, have a yard sale and get rid of those things, right? Um, or donate them to a local charity. You'll free up some space in your life. And in the process, you might just make some money and do something kind for someone else. Yeah. 
take the money and go get a massage. Take the money and go have a trip. Take the money and treat yourself to dinner or something. And I don't know about y'all, but I feel good when I clean my fucking room. When I organize shit, or maybe that's just the Virgo in me, but I feel good when I organize the fuck out of a room or the fuck out of my house. And I walk in, oh, it smells, oh. And, you know, I have dogs. I got two dogs. And people who come over to my house, they tell you, I drive them fucking crazy. I got incense going. I got candles burning. I got fabuloso in the fucking air. Um, I got pine salt in the air. Like, I am always in clean mode in my fucking house. It makes me feel good when my house is clean and when my house smells good. So declutter. You waking up in a in a chaotic room every morning, of course you're going to have a bad day at work. You waking up in fucking chaos, literally. You know, you stepping over shit to get to the bathroom. You stepping over shit to get to your closet. You can't get to the clothes in your closet because there's shit all in the way. All of that shit affects you. Clean that shit the fuck up. I'm big mama today. Get your ass in this room and clean up. Okay? Next. Numero ocho. Pursue a passion. Everyone has a list of shit that they've always wanted to do, but they never got around to doing. We tell ourselves that we don't have the time or the money, but we know deep down that we can arrange things in our life to create time or money when it's needed. Because a lot of y'all out here making fucking excuses. When you offer, or I'm sorry, when you suffer from low self-esteem, y'all know I got bad handwriting, but I got the handwriting. When you suffer from low self-esteem, you often make excuses as to why you can't pursue your passion. And a lot of it has to do with you don't think you're worthy enough for it. But I digress. But in the end, it's because you don't believe you deserve to follow your bliss. Again, you don't think that you deserve, you know, to be somebody out here pursuing passion and, and, and getting accolades for it. Because that shit don't happen to people like you or girls like you or boys like you. So let's stop that cycle and make a commitment to pursue a passion. If you want to write, write. If you want to make shit, there are there are businesses, small businesses sprouting up daily of people who have decided to turn their passion into a profit. And if you attended my, I just want my sisters to hear me then. DC, this past January, my sister, my middle sister, Carmen, talked about that. I had her, paid her to come up and do a whole fucking um, workshop on it because I... I would love to see my people and my sisters because we are leading in, in, in business startup. We are leading in it, leading in small business ownerships. It's us. It's us. I love to see my sisters turn their passion into a fucking paycheck. I love it. You mean to tell me I get to get paid for what I love to do? Because I love the shit that I make on Black Sauce brand. I love making them bath potions for y'all. I love making them scrubs for y'all. Good dick glow. Big dick energy scrub. All I love naming them. I love all of it. It makes me, it does my heart good when I be doing my black sauce shit, when I be taking my little pictures, when I be doing product pictures and everything. Kingston got a photo shoot tomorrow for Kingston's Kitchen because he loves taking pictures with Kingston's Kitchen. You see your, your name on shit, you know, branding, the branding part of it. Yeah, y'all get into that, please. Don't delay with the excuses. Please start today. Number nine. And y'all and I probably not going to like this, but I'm going to talk about this shit. It's exercise. It might sound simple, but getting up and moving can have profound effects on your self-esteem. 
Exercise doesn't just help your body. It improves your state of mind by helping you focus on small, achievable goals. Sure, you'll get a rush of endorphins that make you feel good, but it's really the accomplishment that makes exercise a great choice for someone with low self-esteem. By setting small exercise goals and achieving them, you prove to yourself that you can accomplish anything you put your mind to. I'm going to tell you this. I'm a gym rat. I love to lift weights. That's how I um, release. That's how I let go of shit, you know, Um, is like picking up heavy shit and throwing the shit down, you know. Um, Also, when I exercise and I do it regularly, because uh, it would be hard sometimes with my schedule, but I think I'm, I, I think I've been pretty good with doing it regularly. I look bombed out, fucking calm. I can wear the shit that y'all be asking me where I get from on my Instagram, or when y'all compliment me and tell me I look good, and so that feels good. That's a self esteem booster. Thank you, booze. Thank you, and thank you in advance for how I'm about to shut down motherfucking summer nineteen. Thank you in advance for what y'all about to say about my whole ass this summer nineteen. Okay, that makes me feel good when I can go into the store, try some shit on, and I already know I've been working out. This shit gonna be bad on me. I, oh, I haven't worked out in oh so long, and I've been eating like a fucking uh, a fat motherfucker and all of this other stuff. No, I go in there with confidence. I've been eating good. I'm eating my boneless, skinless chicken breast. I really don't eat chicken anymore. I don't eat chicken anymore. I'm on my pescatarian shit now. Um, But yeah, I've been eating good. I've been working out. I've been drinking my motherfucking alkaline water and all of that stuff right now. I got my smoothie to the right of me right now that I didn't forgot about that I need to drink down because this shit was $8. But yes, that makes me feel good. You know, look good. I be looking all nice and svelte. That how you say swell? <laughs> in my in my little cat suits and stuff like that. When I work out, I feel good. And it also lets me know that if a motherfucker try me, he will forever get these fucking fifth ward D's dropped on him. He or she. Because I keep my tanks loaded. Okay? So let when people step out of pocket with me, you don't want this two-piece. And the biscuit is going to fucking finish you. Okay? So, yeah. So y'all exercise, it makes you feel so good, especially when people see you and be like, oh, you look like you've lost weight. Or like when my friends always tell me, girl, look at your fucking legs. I wish my legs looked like that. Look at the muscles in them legs. And I'd be like, girl, go ahead, go ahead, but keep on, keep on, keep on. That feels good. You know, so exercise, booze. Last but not least, invest in your well-being. Take a look at your spending patterns and see if you can make some changes. Are you spending money on self-destructive coping mechanisms, whether it's unhealthy comfort food, excessive drinking, video games or apps or overindulgence of any kind? These spending habits need to be transformed by taking the money you spend on indulgences and spending that money on self-improvement. You can empower your mind and body to raise your self-esteem. Whether it's a meditation retreat, yoga classes, self-improvement courses, or simply healthier food, spending money on things that are good for you can make you feel better about yourself, okay? The first thing I tell new clients when they sign up for therapy or day sessions with me is, I would like to congratulate you and thank you for investing into your self-care and your mental health because not a lot of people do this. I've seen people tell me that my sessions are too expensive and they are not, but I turn around and see them 
uh, brag about how much they just paid for um, their Beyonce floor tickets. Or brag about how much they just dropped on the Gucci belt. Gucci belt ain't gonna make you feel better. Uh, when Beyonce takes her ass back on the run with her husband to the next city in the show, you won't be back to feeling low self-esteem and low self-confidence and low whatever um, before you bought that ticket. That's a temporary high. Invest in shit that has long-term results. Stop, please, y'all. Please, and I talked about this Therapy Thursday last, last Thursday. People always ask me how I can move the way I move as a single mom and how I'm able to afford myself and my son, the lifestyle that we have. I mean, as much as I would like to say, yeah, you know, um, it's, it's because of work and, and all of that. Now, I do work hard, you know, and I do put in a lot of work. And, you know, business is great for me. However, my spending habits help me. I still spend the way that I did when I was working two jobs, going to school, going to grad school full time, and was nickel and dime. I am still that same girl. I don't think I'll ever stop being her because I'm a single parent. I know that if I ain't got it, I ain't got nobody else to ask. If I ain't got it, I can't owe whole extra. No. Kingston know he can't do that. He be looking at me crazy when I tell him, like, bitch, what? Ask who? You know I can't ask that man that. He'll tell me, you know, mom. You already know. What, what shit you need to fucking know? But anyway, I digress. I still spend the way I did when I wasn't making the money that I make now. And when I do invest in shit, I invest in my travel, which is experiences for myself and my son. I I invest in my well-being. It was nothing for me to book a luxury hotel for this weekend, a four-star hotel for this weekend, for me to fucking lay up and motherfucking uh, self-care. When I know girls who spend what I spent this weekend on fucking makeup or fucking bundles or fucking other shit that's really not for their fucking highest good. You know, that's how I've always been. Watch what you spend your fucking money on. I just paid for uh, one-on-one yoga sessions. I think it was 500, you know, but I know that those 10 sessions are going to change my fucking life. I know that them ten, at the end of them 10 sessions, and I love the girl who's doing it. She's actually going to be um, coming to Jamaica with me um, for my, my Queen's Power Trip Jamaica in July. And also, um, she's going to be doing the healing space with me. Um, tickets for Miami are also on sale um, June 8th. Go onto my website, aprilnicole.com, for ticket information. But I know girls who's to drop $500 on Gucci belts. <laughs> and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. You know, I'm just saying that my priority is a little bit different. My shit is for self-care. My shit is for longevity. And I'm saying this, y'all want to have to assess what y'all are spending y'all fucking money on. You spending your money on shit that depreciates. I be sick when I spend my money on shit that I know I don't fucking need. I'd be like, I didn't have to, I didn't have to buy that sauce. I didn't have to. I bought me this past weekend at Broccoli City. And y'all, if you follow me, you've seen it. Cause I've been wearing shit on live and everything. A fucking um, healing crystal crown. A healing crystal crown, and I've been wearing it since I bought it. It makes me feel, especially after I cleansed this aura, saged it, Florida watered it, and everything, and made it mine. That shit brings me so much fucking peace and calmness. When I take my spiritual bath, when I finish recording this, I'm gonna have a motherfucking bitch on in the bathtub. Who? Yes, that's gonna be me. 
So watch what y'all are spending y'all money on, okay? Y'all can do this shit, all right? You can do it. If you want, book a session with me. I do therapy your day sessions. You can book directly with me, www.aprilnicole.com, whatever it is. Book it with fucking anybody. But I mean what I say when I say that I want my people to heal. I want my people to have high self-esteem. I want my people to have high self-confidence. I think I this is the first episode I ain't do all that cursing because this is serious to me. I want y'all to know, like, this is serious. Like, I want you all to win. And y'all can win. We got to leave some of this bullshit alone. The self-doubt, you know, low self-esteem. Feelings of inadequacy. Feelings that you don't deserve shit. You deserve everything and more. Feeling that you don't bring shit to the table when you you got you got side dishes and main dishes. Okay? We just need you to bring it out. So, um, this is my time. You know, I like to keep these under an hour. And it also makes my producer happy when I keep these under an hour. So, um, yeah, people. Um, I love y'all. Until next week. Y'all can catch me talking my shit on my on my Instagram, Nikki's Thoughts. Uh, my sister, you can check me talking my shit just for y'all at a tribe called Sis. Hit me up on Instagram, a tribe called Sis. For my people, I just want people to heal. I'll be in New York, May 18th. Uh, for Shindig, for us, um, tickets for that, www.actualpeopletoheal.org, uh, Black Thoughts Enrichment Center. You reach me over there for tutoring and academic achievement, personal development. Hit me up for your therapy sessions, for your therapy, your day sessions. Um, Black Sauce, if you need your stage, if you need your bath potions, if you need your healing crystals, I'm a one-stop shop for everything. Statement Apparel, www.blacksaucebrand.com. My Instagram is Black Sauce Brand, y'all hit me up. I love you all. Have a great week. Have a great day wherever I caught you. Um, when you listen to me, whether coming into work, leaving work, at work, at the gym, whatever, you rock the fuck out. You fucking rock. You tilt that fucking head up. Chin up, boo. As I always say on a tribe called sis, chin the fuck up, boo. And you got this shit. I will see you next week. Take care. I'm a trip, so I know you're gonna fall for me.